I am Plant on the Line in Vancouver, British Columbia at thecommentary.ca. The death in 2019 of the actor and playwright Taryn Kootenhayu was such a loss for the arts community, not just here in Vancouver, but across Canada. He was lauded for his imagination and artistry in various disciplines. Now, starting this Saturday, the 16th of April through to May 1st, 2022, the Firehall Arts Centre and Savage Society are presenting the world premiere of White Noise, a play written by Kootenhayu. Its director, Renai Morisot, joins me now to talk about Taryn and his play. I'll ask her to tell us as much as she'd like about the play and what we all might expect at the Fire Hall uh, at 280 East Cordova. This much I know, it's a comedy about two families who have dinner for the first time during Truth and Reconciliation Week. This production stars Sam Bob, Columpa Bob, Braden Hool, Mike Wasco, Anita Wittenberg, and Anais West. Visit firehallartcenter.ca for tickets and information. Wednesday afternoon performances are pay what you can. Renai Morisot is originally from Manitoba and of Salto and Cree descent and has called Vancouver's Coast Salish Shores home for more than 30 years now. Critically acclaimed for her work in television and the theatre, she received the 2015 City of Vancouver Mayor's Arts Award. She'll also be doubtless recognized for her work on the television series North of 60. Please uh, welcome to the Plant Online program, Renai Morisot. Ms. Morisot, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it must be uh, exciting to, to have seen uh, the cover of the Georgia Strait this week and, and see uh, Taryn on the cover. Oh, it was uh, incredibly um, heartwarming, sad, yeah. and also, um, you know, the idea of what his work stands for and, and the, the work that he has done um, really sits with all of us that are on our, our cast and our crew. So having his work uh, being acknowledged within the greater um, Vancouver community is, is, is uh, great. I remember when, when, when he died um, over a year ago now, just how much uh, people in this town mourned him. And, and um, to, to think, you know, as, as we're about to talk about White Noise and um, this upcoming production, um, just to think what, what we all have lost. Absolutely. I mean, a young, a young Denisian, uh 27-year-old young man that was at the, the threshold of, of um, being an actor on short films, uh, supporting other uh, filmmakers over at Capilano's um, University's uh, Indigenous uh, film program there, to uh, working in feature films with local um, uh, filmmakers, including mm-hmm. his own um, skateboarding and his um, support with a lot of other in, are, in artists in, in, um, in Vancouver here. So yes, it was, um, I think, something about the fact that we now get to sort of um, look at the, um, the work that he's created in White Noise. And one of the things that one of the actors had said uh, when we began doing rehearsals with uh, White Noise mm-hmm. was that as actors, Sam Bob said this, um, we're grieving as we're rehearsing mm. his play. Yeah. So, you know, we burn smudge every day. We, um, we take breaks when, when, um, when there are tears, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And um, 
thank goodness for, you know, Savage Society and the Fire Hall Arts Centre. You know, we've had a lot longer, you know, uh, four weeks mm -hmm. of rehearsal as opposed to the normal three. Yeah. And I think it was, it's really necessary for, for us to, to, to have that time to navigate all of those things that are coming up for us. Indeed, indeed. Um, the other thing that people have talked about when they, when they talk about Taryn is his gift of storytelling. And um, I guess that's in white noise, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely it is in white noise. You know, and I think that uh, when we think about the, the, the subject matter of, of what white noise is representing in terms of the stereotypes that Indigenous people have to navigate on a daily basis to becoming the educators for um, Canadian settlers to to understand some of the reasons why you know we might be fearful of going to hospitals mm. or we might be fearful of of, of um, you know social services agencies or and on and so forth in terms of those systemic um, realities that are ob obviously and and truly uh, impacting our lives today. Um, I, I don't want to spoil uh, what happens in White Noise, but how much uh, of what happens in the show can you tell us about? Okay, well, this is my, this has been my tagline. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of in terms of what it is, a a, a white family uh -huh. and an indigenous family come together for dinner. And all hell breaks loose. <laughs> it, it just it just sounds great already, um, <laughs> and and you know to think that this is written by somebody in their twenties, um, yeah. the expectations are right there as to what'll happen, right? Absolutely, absolutely, and and really, you know, when I'm I'm hoping that when people come to witness the the play that, you know that. The voices that that Taryn has given each of these characters um, are are relative to to their relational accountability in terms of being Canadian mm. or in terms of being Indigenous people. Who are we accountable to yeah. when it comes to understanding um, what is um, um, anti-racial justice, and in what way do we? Um, promote that or, or not in our daily lived experiences today. So all of those kind of things um, in in Taryn's work. And one of the there was two things Taryn asked me before when we did the um, the workshop presentation yeah. um, a few years before before um, our pandemic here. Yeah. He, he asked for two things, and and this this I won't tell. Uh, I'll tell you this, and then I'm not going to tell you why. But okay. anyway. Yeah. One was that he he wanted a um, um, a fight um, a director to someone you know in terms of the scene mm -hmm. you know and um, and the other was was um, wanting you know obviously wanting wanting the time to to create it but also um, Creating the ability for the the actors to to have the conversations within the room and within mm. the space, you know, because yeah. there's a lot of things that aren't aren't said. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, his work. He worked with when he was um, working through Savage Society in the development of the play. 
he had a dramaturg. Um, her name is uh, Kathleen uh, Flaherty, uh-huh. and um, one of the, the 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 things in terms of their relationship, and when we were workshopping it back then, was um, that these characters, you know, could be considered um, stereotypes on both ends, mm. both the native family and and the, the settler family. Sure. So that that's sort of what we had to navigate in terms of, of, of what that represents to each of the actors, incredible actors. All of the, the people I'm working with are absolutely astounding and just blown away by their understanding, you know, of, yeah. of, of, of this, this world that we're trying to um, create for this stage. And it's funny, too, isn't it? Oh, Yeah. That was the other thing I, I forgot. But this, the other thing that he, that, that, um, uh, two things, the fight director, and uh-huh. the other was, was that he wanted the play to be cringy funny. I can't wait to see this, you know? This is just, yeah, I, yeah, this is uh-huh. great. This just sounds great, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I read somewhere, uh, Renai, that, um, he he really wanted to write a play. I mean, you, you mentioned already his work in film, his work um, as an actor, um, his his work as an artist. But but writing a play itself was something that he really wanted to do. Is that right? Yeah, and I think uh, uh, Savage Society, which is run by um, uh, Chelsea uh, Carlson and uh, Kevin Loring, um, uh, they really sort of honed in on on supporting Taryn in, in figuring out what, what his play would be about. Uh-huh. And in his connection to, to Kathleen in terms of dealing with sort of how, do, how, how can you make racism funny? Yeah. How, how can you deal with uh, the, you know, and I think that's sort of why the whole thing about cringy, yeah. you know. And I do have to say that, you know, through um, uh, Savage Society, that they were able to, to support Taryn in, in the beginning, um, in honing in on what was the story that Karen wanted to, to tell. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you mentioned a moment ago working with, with, with this cast and, and the conversations that you're all having and, and talking about the, the, the grief that you're all working through as, as you're working, um, mm-hmm. uh, as you're um, rehearsing the play. Um, it, it, it's sad to consider um, what else he might have done. Yeah, I mean, when we lose our young people, when we're able to 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 celebrate their lives through that which they've left for us, I think that for the actors that are in that space, for the producers, uh, for Terrence's family, uh-huh. that all of these things we need to consider in in approaching his work as a sacred undertaking. So in our, um, you know, I'm I'm Cree and and Soto and and um, the Nausilin. There is um, people from the from Northern uh, Coast Salish. Uh-huh. You know, all of us that are in that space that bring our own cultural teachings into that space really are able in the safety that there is a lot of safety in the space to to you know look at the the, the funny. In, 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 and the cringiness of, of you know, h- how Taryn defines uh, racism. Yeah. 
and and what he defined as as those um, almost um, uh, pillars of of, um, of stereotypes that are in Canadian society when it's looking at uh, through a lens of um, what is what is Indigenous people today, yeah. you know, yeah. and and to really look at um, what we're dealing with today in terms of you know racism in in, in hospitals uh, to um, pan Indianism that's happened in universities mm-hmm. and the hiring of you know. Uh, individuals that are saying that they are indigenous and they're not. So all of those kind of um, uh, narratives that are out in our society today, he he picked a few of those and and put it on the stage. And that's all I'll say about that. Um, Renai, do you think this is a play that audiences will be seeing years from now? I believe it is. I think that one of the things about... um, uh, about this play is that it's pretty universal in terms of, I mean, it could be playing here in Vancouver, in Winnipeg, and in Toronto, um, um, because it's, 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 uh, the characters are all representative of, of stereotypes of those, um, uh, narratives yeah. of how we deal with difference. Mm. And I think that's where the cringy stuff comes in and the funny stuff comes in is that how do you make something so uh, devastatingly harmful like racism funny yeah and and so i think what Taryn has created for us and and his legacy is that we get to see a play that makes fun of things that we might have uh, little understanding of or a great understanding of in terms of the racial tensions that are happening in canada today Renai, I so appreciate you taking the time to, to talk to me about White Noise. I know it's a very busy time as you're all rehearsing uh, the show before it uh, goes into the fire hall. Uh, like a lot of people, I can't wait to see it. Break a leg, as I say. <laughs> yes, yes, and we say wound a knee. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for this, Renai. Okay, talk to you soon. The website for more is at uh, firehallartcenter.ca. White Noise by Taryn Kutenheu uh, is uh, there from Saturday, April 16th through to May 1st, 2022. Uh, it's director, Renai Morisot, join me on the line from here in Vancouver. I'm Joseph Plato.